Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about practices, tools, tips, ways to open to our authentic self, ways to open to our full potential, ways to touch into our intuitive nature, our, our raw power, raw power being our heart-centered power, our authentic power that's aligned with our soul purpose. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, and it is my pleasure to bring you episode 11. I know, crazy. We're on episode 11. Um, today's episode is very near and dear to my heart. It's secret women's business. Yeah, it's about time that I start sharing some deeper things on the podcast. If you've been to a workshop with me, you will know that we go extraordinarily deep. We talk about things in a workshop and we go into things in a workshop that we, that I would not go into publicly. I would not go into on a podcast. And there's reasons for that. Part of it is the container that's, that's held and the space that's created and the intentions behind what it is that we're doing in a workshop. Um, and part of it is, part of it relates to this secret women's business. I can only share so much publicly. That, that's, there, there's no more that I can say really. Um, some of the practices and, and things that we do as women and needs to have a container to hold it, needs to have this safe space created around it, a temple, right? If you think about it, um, just think back to sacred prostitutes, right? They worked in their temple because it was a sacred place. It was a safe place. It held the energy. And, and that's very much how rewilding for women works is it's a temple. Now within the temple, whether that be a workshop or a retreat or it be our newsletter or it be the private Facebook group that we have, they're temples. So they're temples that there's a container created around them where uh, the space is there and the energetics are there so that we can share these very profound, very esoteric practices. But despite that, I'm going to try to share more. Uh, that's kind of my commitment to you as a listener, um, to myself, and to kind of my, what I feel is my mission or my purpose here, um, is to share more share more publicly um, when I'm not in the temple. <laughs> oh, I hope this is making a little bit of sense. I'm sure it is. Um, I'm sure it is on some level. And if it doesn't, feel into it. So that's something else is words sometimes will lose. The energetics get lost in translation when we try to 
um, bring the pure truth rawness and we try to translate it into words. We, lo- we lose, there's a, there's a bit of purity that we lose when we have to put words around, around the raw pureness of the energies. Now I know that I sound like I'm super crazy. Okay, so before I dive into these five reasons to do secret women's business or five things that you will get out of doing secret women's business. Before I dive into that, I just want to remind you that if you're not already a subscriber to Rewilding, go to the website rewildingforwomen.com. As I was just saying, there's a different energetic component in our newsletter. So I can share more with our subscribers because it's like a bit of a temple has been created. So there's a different space in our newsletter. So go subscribe, it's free. Um, I share deeper things in the newsletter that I would share on a podcast. Same thing with our private Facebook group. It has different energetics around it. It's a safe space. It's a temple of sorts. So again, different things will get shared in the Facebook group that are probably of um, a more sacred, more secret type of type of component type of energetics to it so just go to facebook rewilding for women type it in the the private group will come up and just request to join and we'll let you in Um, okay so enough of that Uh, let's talk about these five components of secret women's business one is when you come together with a group of women holding the intention this is in my highest good this is in your highest good this is in the highest good of everyone in this room this is in the highest good and you can go on to this is in the highest good of um, everyone who's connected to me the highest good of the planet the globe all beings on this earth you can go on and on and on but when you come together and you hold that intention and you hold it strongly, that's what creates sacred space. When you invoke whatever you're going to invoke, but it's in the highest good of everybody, a different space gets formed. And that's part of what secret women's business is about. And I like to interchange the word secret women's business with sacred women's business. So to me, it's the same. It is the same. And and when I say sacred, I mean, we are invoking the sacred. And you can um, look at any tradition as sacred, and you can invoke the energies of whatever tradition, but it is still that sacredness that's held in the group. So when you do this, and you're in a space with women. Now, I'm just talking about with women. There's, of course, different dynamics when it's a group, a mixed group, and then there's, again, different dynamics when it's just a men's group. But when you invoke, um, when you create this circle, we'll just call it a circle, this sacred circle, there is a vortex of energy that gets created in the middle, right? There's, and it's big, it's potent. It's 
transformative. Now, that energy is very different to me doing my own practices, which I am all for everyone doing solo practices. Solo practices are so, so important. It's the foundation of everything. I do practices every day. I strongly suggest all the rewilding women do practices every day. But it's a different energy that gets created. It's juicier. It's more potent. It's bigger. And I'll dive into that a little bit more. So one is this vortex of energy that gets created. Now, the second thing that I'll kind of go on is um, the principle of when two or more gather in my name, right? And I, I don't know the whole thing around it. I have tried to deny that for a very long time, but I can't because the sheer energetics of it is that when two or more gather in that sacred space, that's when that vortex gets created. Does that make sense? I know I'm a little bit all over the shop today. I wasn't planning on um, recording a podcast today, so forgive me if I'm jumping around a little bit. Um, we're still on point one with the vortex. So let's go to point two. What is this vortex useful for? One, it will open doors within you that you would not have been able to reach without that vortex of energy happening there. Does that make sense? If you think about life force, there is a certain amount of life force energy that runs through me. Now we each have access to a different percentage of life force, depending on how much work we've done, how open we are, how flushed out we are, all of that stuff. But there's a certain amount of life force energy that runs through me. When I go into practices to open, I can access a certain amount of that. Now imagine you're in a room of 20 women who are all opening up to this life force energy within them. That's what we do. We all have life force energy. If we didn't, we would be dead. So we op when you open up to this life force energy, now there are 20 women in this room opening up to this life force energy, right? So now this is, this is big mama space. This is big, potent space where miracles can happen, right? And I, I'm, I don't say that lightly, like I mean it. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I've seen it. It happens every time a rewilding workshop um, takes place. And part of it is because there is so much life force energy in this room, right? The vibration in the room rises because it's it's the intention that's held it's the raw energetics of it gosh i wish i had some scientific stuff some studies i'm sure there's scientific studies out there and i should look them up and if there aren't my god we need to get our scientists on this stuff because this is the magic okay so the vortex gets created that then opens doors for you that you would most likely not be able to open on your own. Or you could, but it would take a heck of a lot longer and it would be a lot of effort to get there. Whereas, bang, this just happens. The other thing with the opening of doors is once one woman has opened a door, it is that much easier for the next woman to go through that door. 
Does that make sense? So once one person has opened the door, it's that much easier for the next woman to go through that door. And that's part of part of secret women's business. Or I like sacred. Sacred women's business is way better. Okay, so that's, a, that's another aspect of it. Um, third thing, and this is a really important one, is it's like if you look at the principle of coaching, you have a coach. Olympic athletes have a coach. Now, oftentimes, the value in a coach is that they can see something in you that you have yet to see. Does that make sense? So they can hold this view of you before you are able to step into it, right? Um, so let's say you're training to be an Olympic athlete. I, as your coach, see something in you that you don't even see in you yet. I see you as a gold medal athlete before you see it, right? And, and if you think about sacred women's business, same thing. And of course, depends on the facilitators, depends on the intention of the group. But oftentimes what happens in, in women's business is that I can see your fullness. I can see your potential. I can see, if you want to go spiritual, I can see the divinity in you. Maybe before you can see the divinity in you. Or I can see your fullness before you can see your fullness, right? So somebody holding that belief is like giving you the keys to the kingdom to step into that. It's, um, it's, it's, it is powerful. It is, these are those unseen forces. I told you I was going to talk a little bit deeper than I normally do. So these are the unseen forces that are kind of happening. And trust me, it was really hard to try to put words to this stuff when I was thinking about it today. Okay, so that aspect. And when you're in a group, and when it is a solid group, when it is a sacred circle of women, they all see you. They all see your wholeness. It's not just the facilitator who's seeing your wholeness. It's that the, the entire room is holding your wholeness and the belief in your wholeness, the belief in your authentic self, the belief in your full empowerment and can see it before you can see it, which makes it that much easier um, for a woman to step into it, even if it's small step by step by step by step. Okay, now heart space. So number four, I want to talk a bit about heart space. As women, we have big, big, big heart space. When you are in a room, um, when you are in secret, I keep saying secret and I've already switched it over to sacred, sacred women's circle, there is this nurturing that we find that we don't often get in the world. We used to live in tribes. We used to take care of each other's babies, right? Let's say you had a baby and you were unable to nurse your baby. I have extra milk. Let me feed your child. We would live and we would take care of each other. We would be nurtured. Women are nurtured by other women, right? Do you ever notice that when you're um, really stressed out, and this is a, I think I've talked about this in another podcast, but I'll share it again. 
So for women, when we are stressed, it's tend and befriend. That's our stress response. It's not fight or flight. Yeah, if we're standing in our masculine, it's fight or flight. If we're standing in our feminine, it's tend and befriend. It's nurturing, right? So I tend to things. I clean the house. I tend to what I can control. And I befriend, I pick up the phone. And how often has a girlfriend completely shifted your whole day just by being able to have a conversation with her? And that's part of this, is when you're in these big spaces with women, it is heartfelt, it is big, it is potent, it is powerful, it is nurturing to the soul, right? It's like you sit in it and you just go, this is how women are meant to be. This is what we do. We don't sit around and talk and cackle about other people and that's surface level crap, right? This is what we have conversations about, our depths, our fears. We open up these portals and just being in a room with other women, a hand on a shoulder, I have seen has completely shifted someone's life when you're in these energetic spaces. So it's this big heartfelt space that women create and it's this nourishing, nurturing, rejuvenating place that we often can't find elsewhere. Okay, and then the final thing that I wanna share, which is number five, when going into some of these deeper, bigger practices um, of diving into self, right? So whether it be practices of empowerment, spiritual practices, practices of knowing the self and opening up to different parts of the self, like different goddesses within, archetypes within. When we look at doing that, there's a magic in the witnessing of it. And I don't know how else I can get that across is, kind of relates kind of relates to that when I talked about doing it alone versus doing it in a group. Even if you're in a group of two, there is something that happens when another person witnesses. It is like they are acting as consciousness itself and they are able to witness the transformation, the shift within you. The witnessing is a profound part of Secret Women's Business. Witnessing your story, it's the being heard, the being seen. There is a power in being heard and being seen that we can't quite put our fingers on, but it's it creates shifts in that. Um, there's also, within the witnessing, there's also an anchoring that happens. So let's say I'm on my own and I um, get into this really beautiful state um, of intuition. Let's just keep it simple. Let's say I, I intuitively tap into some stuff and, and I know that my next move is to apply for this job over here. I, I intuitively feel it. I know it. But I'm on my own. I have no one to share this with. No one has witnessed it. I haven't had a conversation about it. I haven't anchored it in. So I come out and then my brain kicks on and it goes, oh, yeah, nah, that might not have been anything. That was, that was probably just me making things up. 
well, you've lost the anchoring ability, right? So when you go in and you open up to this intuitive part, you get the hit. Then you share it or it's witnessed. There's an anchoring in that happens. And that all has to do with manifesting. That, that has to do with planting the seeds to make it happen in this world. And it's just an energetic planting of the seeds, but it oftentimes comes in the witnessing, the being seen, the being heard component of it. Wow. Okay. I really hope that I haven't gone in too far and talked too esoterically about things. Um, sometimes it's challenging to put words to the magic. And, and that's, I think, what I've attempted to do today is to put words to what happens in big, potent, sacred women's space. Um, I strongly encourage you to find some, to find a circle, to find the place that feels like home and do some of this work. Go in deep, be real, be authentic, be raw, be vulnerable. That's where the mat, that's where we peel back the layers. That's where it starts to happen. So it's peeling back the layers and then opening up to the fullness. Okay, um, I hope to see you at a rewilding event at some point. We are gonna start doing online retreats. I know, at home rewilding retreats. Doesn't that sound fun? I don't know when, um, but you might be listening to this podcast way later, so they might already be up by the time you're listening to this. But um, all of that stuff is in the pipeline. So if you're not in Australia, which is where we're currently running all of our workshops and retreats and live events, um, stay tuned because I know that there's a strong calling to make this more available um, to those who are not in this country. Okay, so much love to you. Again, make sure that you've subscribed at rewildingforwomen.com and make sure that you found us on the Facebook group. Reason being, those are different circles. So it's a sacred circle, both of them are, and you will get different a different vibe from it, a different holding, a different space within both of those places. So I hope to see you um, there. Lots of love to you, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Mwah.